Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TK Sportscast. My name is Kyle Deedman, and this is episode 10. Ten. Yes, we are on 10, and I am joined, of course. I can't get rid of him. I've tried. Ryan tried. John. He's tried. He's locked me out of his house. He's, 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 he's gotten rid of my spare key. He's done all these things, yet I, I still find my way in. <laughs> I've also blocked his number, and he still calls me I, somehow. Yeah. I don't yep. know. Aren't leaning into the fact that I'm not leaving, Kyle. I think you need. I think you need to get used to it. I think I have at this point. I've, I'm like disease. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> I. It's. I was gonna make a joke, but I can't make a joke. Never mind. <laughs> can't do that. Probably. Probably good. Yeah, because I don't edit anything out. <laughs> everything. Really. Everything in here is just pretty much raw. It's a raw edit. So there you go. But. So, a lot has a lot has been going on in NBA. Yeah, for in sure. NBA. Yeah. So, first real thing I kind of want to talk about. I didn't write any topics for this. This was Ryan's job this week. I, I've been having such a crazy, crazy few weeks. So, but the and one I thing I did want to talk about is Steph Curry has launched himself in a top in to. I would say top three voting for um, MVP. I would say he has. I'd say top three. I would put him at three, but no top three, I would say. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just... But the play style and what he's doing right now, and you just put him on a seeded team like the Nuggets or the Suns, uh, then he is the clear frontrunner winner. It's just the fact that his team is... um, let me check so I don't get that wrong number. Please don't, because then people will be like, "You didn't get this right," or this this podcast isn't isn't reliable because you give us yeah. wrong information. Nine seed and they're sitting at five hundred right now at twenty nine and twenty nine. You bump them up, you put them in any, any spot from the Suns to the Blazers. I feel like he is he is the clear front runner. But you know the fact that they're you know. This year they're a playoff team because of the play-in tournament, so the nine seed is a playoff team. But you know the fact that he, they're a borderline slash almost kind of not playoff team, and you know, I, I mean that affects it, right? Because how valuable can you be if your team is like not that good? You know. Yeah. Plus, you also have to look at that he is missing Clay Thompson as well. Exactly. But the fact that he puts up forty-nine points against the number one team in the East. Yep. Kind of tells me something. Just a little bit. Not too much. Yeah, he's so good. He really is. And I'm just happy that I'm like, especially like, like we're growing up in this era. Living in this time, yeah, where the greatest shooter of all time is coming out. Yeah, and it's, and it's just, he's just great. That's it. <laughs> so but, he, I read a statistic. If he shot 500, or he shot 500 three-pointers, and he missed all of the next 500 three-pointers, he'd still have a better um, uh, three-point percentage for his career than Ray Allen. Jeez. He can, mix, he can miss the next 500, and he'll still have a better percentage. <coughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's not going to get edited out either. <laughs> Ugh. It's okay. It's fine. We're vibing, we're moving, and we keep on rolling. Yep, exactly. Move past it, people listening. I was about to say watching. That's summer. Summer, we get video podcasts in, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. But, so, also going on the, continuing on the little curry train here. It's just, I don't know. I know, like, when he plays your favorite team, he will torch your favorite team. But there's some there's something about it though because when you watch him torch your favorite team it's like this is nice like if I watch Joel Embiid towards the Celtics I'm just like ugh I hate this guy but when I watch Curry do it I'm like you know what I'm happy about it cool with this guy <laughs> I, I like this guy I don't know why I just he he dropped like damn near forty eight but like hey it's Curry right but like if it's Embiid I'm like ugh. He doesn't do this, and he shouldn't be doing this. But then, right? But then it gets to, 
then it gets to Curry, and I'm just like, you know what? And it's the same with um, not anymore, but before it was Kevin Durant. If I watch Kevin Durant do that, I'll be like, you know what? That's okay. Let him do it. But now that he's on the Nets, I'm like, ugh, go away. I don't like you anymore. Oh, Jesus. Are you sick? No, it's like allergies combined with a bug. Just How is that Chicago weather? You know, right now it's like fifty degrees, so it's actually it's been okay. Like I'm used to the whole swampy south of Southern Virginia right now. That's what uh, I'm in right now. It's I think it's perfectly seventy five, but there's a nice breeze outside and it's great. That's that actually sounds really good. <laughs> See, if there's sun out and like you get a little bit warm, but then there's also that nice breeze, it just ooh. It just feels great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Except if you're in the north, then it's pretty much just there's a breeze all the goddamn time. So, right. And then you're just cold. You're like, oh, I'm wearing shorts in 50 degree weather. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts in like 85. That makes more sense to me. Right. Yeah. So, what else did you want to? What did you? Since you're in charge of the whole topics this week, what are we doing? Uh, well, I think there is one other big news thing that we should talk about, and not. It's not exactly recent, but we uh, weren't able to talk about it before uh, it happened, or right after it happened, but uh, our boy uh, LaMarcus Aldridge retired. Oh, his big-ass retirement. Yeah. Well, I'm actually happy that he chose his health over basketball. Yep. Because that's important. More important, you know. Because, I mean, what was it? Do you remember what it was? Uh, regular heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. honestly, that's scary. Because if he, like, let's say he didn't tell anyone and he was playing, all of a sudden he just collapses on the right. court. People then, don't know what's happening. Well, that happened back, it wasn't during a game, but it was during practice in the 80s with, um, Re- on the Celtics, Reggie, um... Reggie, um, Lewis or something. No, 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 not Reggie Lewis. He died, sadly. Yeah. Are you never more, you know, basketball's awesome, these guys dedicate their life to it, but you never want to, you know, risk your own life for basketball, right? So there, and, and it's and this is a constant thing that's being said. It's bigger than basketball because yes, right. there exactly. are things bigger than basketball right now. This reminds me immediately of the uh, Chris Bosh situation. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Don't get me wrong that he couldn't yeah. keep playing, but he he could have played. But at the same time, you you expand your risk of potentially dying, and that's not okay. Exactly. Like, there's sometimes where passion, drive takes you to do more, but at the end of the day, it's, do I want to be around for my family, or do I want to die on the court, basically, fulfill, trying to get something done that may not even happen, like, win a championship. Right. And, I, and I, honestly, I don't think, you know, I think it would have been great, and I think if the Nets do win it all this year, which I still don't predict, but... uh I think if they do win it all, he he'll get a ring, obviously. And, yeah. um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're they are favorites, but at the same time, with 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 um, Kevin Durant and James Harden both sidelined right now, I just don't know. I just don't see the synergy with that team. Yeah. I just don't see like the camaraderie. But yeah, if we do want to talk about a team on the rise, can you give me a sec? Yeah, go for it. I will just talk to the audience. So, uh, I'll just continue to go off on this Brooklyn little rant here. I just, you don't see them enjoying themselves. Like, it feels like the Clippers of last year. Like, yeah, they play together, and don't get me wrong, all the three stars are very, very good, and then there's Blake Griffin. But, you know, it's just you see Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden playing together, it just looks like they're just trying to do their own thing. And this is, I was talking to one of my friends and they basically said like, that's why they don't watch basketball anymore because it's no longer really a team sport. It's an individual sport. And I can kind of yeah. see where he's coming from. And of course it, I, I, yeah, I completely agree with that. Except uh, the other thing too, is if you go back to 2015, 2016, that golden state warriors team, that was a team they were a team. They right. were an actual team, passing yeah. the ball, moving the ball around. It looked beautiful when it happened. Well, even even when Kevin Durant was on the team, I think mm-hmm. they really fit into a system. Whereas 
you know, I think I think this might also be a result of having a coach who is in his first year of coaching. Yeah. Uh, I'd have not having like a system and having more of like a hey, James is going to get to ISO now, and then now uh, Kyrie ISOs on this play, and it's like you just kind of take turns being the guy, you know. Yeah, and it's just, and I feel like with a newer coach, you can definitely do that because I'm sorry, he had in his first year of coaching, he has Kevin Durant, probably arguably one of the best like top three scorer of all time. Then you have James Harden, who is a top scorer, shot creator, like basically so many things. And then you have Kyrie Irving, best handles in the game, best uh, uh, shot creation, best spacing. You have that all on one team. How do you, how do you coach that successfully without right. every, with everyone feeling like they're playing a significant role? You can't. It's, it's very possible. hard. Impossible. The only way that that could really work is if one of those guys takes a step back. And you see all those guys. They're very ego-driven. Except for Kevin Durant. James Harden and Kyrie Irving are very ego-driven. Thing uh, is, it's, also ego-driven. Have you ever seen Kevin Durant on Twitter? I have, but at the same time, it's just he knows he's a good scorer. Plus, and Kevin Durant's coming back. Kevin Durant... On the court, it doesn't affect his ego. His ego doesn't really affect the court. You're right, no. you're right. But my whole thing is... Kevin Durant was out of basketball for a whole year, and I've said this multiple times. He just wants to play because people forgot about him when he was gone for a year. Honestly, people did. I completely forgot. And when that first game against Golden State, when he did that one little pull-up move, and I'm like, well, damn, I guess he's back. Because, like, it's just he is one of those players. Him him and um, oh, what's, what's his name? We were just talking. Curry. Those are two two of those guys that when you sit when you just sit back and just watch basketball, that's who you want to watch. Honestly, because they can create anything. And they can and like basketball isn't really about the big numbers and all that. Like yes, we talk about like oh, this person got 50 points, you know, but then at the same time it's how they got there. Cuz I can tell you right now when Curry was going up against Boston, they he made tough shots after tough shots. And it's just showing you that like he can do it, and it's it's impressive to watch. Yeah, 100% agreed. Mm-hmm. So, but I was going to say another team that's definitely catching fire right now, and I hope it continues, is the Boston Celtics. I'm happy with how they've been playing, especially with Jason Tatum going off, going crazy in his past couple of games. It's just he dropped 50, I think, against... Oh, gosh. I should know this. Um, He dropped 50 against... Let me see. Let me see. Was it the... It was not the... No, it wasn't the Trailblazers. It was recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? I know it was like a week ago. I know that. He had 44 against the Warriors. Which doesn't surprise... Oh, he had 50 against the uh, Timberwolves. He had 53. Which... Insane. And then it also got me thinking, too, about this offseason because, honestly, we can try to make a run for the Eastern Conference Finals, hopefully the finals. I'm just hoping that we put all our eggs in one basket and try to get Carl Anthony Towns because he's not – I'm just going to be honest. He's wasting his career in, in Minnesota right now. Yeah. I find it, I find it hard to argue that, that he's – you know, that he couldn't be obviously better elsewhere, right? Yeah, and plus him, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Carl Anthony Towns, that's a good team right there. <laughs> because the Celtics will finally get that center that they really, really need. But I don't know what Danny Ainge's plans are. Don't know. I mean, the signing of Jabari Parker was very good. I will admit it was a very good signing. Yeah, got rid of uh, my boy Mo. Yeah, well, he was like a fifth fifth depth center when we needed a forward wing so plus when evan fournier comes back which he's been on health and safety protocol for i don't know how long he's been on like two weeks at this point and and i'm just like what the heck happened to you weird season weird season it really is i know trust me no i think um yeah i know i was gonna say that oh but uh Kyle, guess who's coming back on Thursday, baby? Guess who's back? Oh, LeBron? Anthony Davis. Oh, Anthony Davis. 
Elle reason to celebrate. Yep, you you finally get your um your top center back. Yeah. Won't that be nice? Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see how he plays with uh, Andre Drummond. Oh jeez. How Andre Drummond plays with him because that that's more accurate, I would say. Yeah. I would agree with you on that one. I don't know. I feel like it's just a lot of things. Like, he play, he can play center because technically Davis is a power forward. Technically. Yeah. Well, and he likes to call himself that. I mean, <coughs> if he starts and ends with the power forward, he, well, last season he would end games at the center. But, you know, this, this year with Trez, you know, I, I think he'll start and end games at power forward. Maybe he'll play center in the middle. But I feel like... I feel like he'll be more of a traditional power forward this year than he ever has been. Yeah, for sure. Because that's he's been going on for years about how that's how he sees himself. Yeah, which is which is a hundred percent right. Like, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all down to how they like. If okay, let's say if he played center and he started playing terrible at center, he would switch back. Wouldn't happen. What? Which would not happen. Though. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm just saying, like for an example. Sure. It's not like he would stick at center then. He would switch over. Right. You know? But at the same time, it's not really... It's really, like, all up to the player and what they want to do. You know? Because that's what it comes down to first. And this goes back to the individual thing. Because a lot of players now care more about stats than they do, like, actually playing for championships and playing as a team. Like, yes, that's the end goal in mind. But you have to take steps to get there. And some teams just don't do that. You know? Exactly. And that's why I don't think... I think the Nets this year are going to be like the Clippers were last year. Everyone's giving them all the hype. But then... Yeah. I think it's possible. I'm, and this isn't saying that these players aren't good enough to win a championship. They are. It's just you don't have the camaraderie that other people like. You know, right. and that's in, and that's a huge issue. Because you, you saw it last year, too. Montrez Harrow, he left the Clippers because he was like, oh, they, they got special privileges and they weren't even there. Like right. Kawhi and Paul George got special treatment and Montrez Harrow has been there since whenever he got traded there. Or was he drafted by them? I don't actually know. Uh, no, he was... Uh, I think he played for the Rockets before. Yeah, and I think, I think he was a part of the, um, the James Dude. Harden trade that sent him... Chris Paul trade. That's how he got there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's my thing. It's like he's been there for a little bit longer, and you would think, like, and this, going back to the whole, um, this this has happened multiple times in sports, too, or in basketball, in NBA, where they don't pay or they don't give the guy who's actually there for your success. Key example, right. Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. They decided, yeah. to, they decided to pay Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns before him, and it's like, I'm the only reason why they're good. And we see that more often now. I mean, right. this year, Miami's not, the Heat aren't doing that much better, but, you know. <coughs> and now people are getting on Tyler Hero because, oh, I, you know what? That's not, that's not this episode. I can, do my, I can do my Tyler Hero rants later. Who's my East? Anyway. Yeah. It's East. fine. I just don't. I just, ugh. Uh, all right, so <laughs> please main, change the subject, please. Yeah, the main meat of what we are doing today is we thought we'd take a look at all of our NBA awards, all oh, of our no. NBA, whatever. And say how wrong I was. And say how wrong Kyle was. No, and what we're going to say, uh, well, how, what we would predict uh, happens if the season ended today. today. Which it's almost done, to be fair. I've you know, che- I've been checking this, so I, I looked at the, I'm looking at the. Um, three four weeks, right? I think so. I'm just trying to look at the. I'm looking at Boston's schedule right now because we have the easiest schedule, which yeah, is really. good for yeah. us. Except for our next two games are against Phoenix, which is very tough. And then you have Brooklyn, right afterwards. But then, ready? Do you want to hear the rest of this list? Yes. Charlotte, Oklahoma City, Charlotte again, San Antonio. Portland, Orlando, Chicago, two times against Miami, once against Cleveland, and then against Minnesota and then New York to end off our year. Do you Which, have a re- 
you have a really easy schedule, I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics somehow go like 500 through that, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. The thing is, is we lose to teams that we should not lose to. Mm-hmm. But we do. I mean, I know I know Brooklyn were probably if, – if Kevin Durant and Harden are not playing, yeah, we can beat Brooklyn. Yeah. But also another thing too is Kem, we have to be at full strength. This team has still not been at full strength yet, which is insane because Robert Williams isn't playing yet. He's still hurt, which doesn't help our chances. But you know. Time Lord, no. Time Lord. I need Time Lord. I mean, as much as people clown him – or give him that nickname. He's very good. <coughs> he's and I'm, great. And I'm glad that he's at least getting the, the chance that he deserves. Mm-hmm. I lost my... I have a notebook where I put all my podcast stuff on. I can't find it. Cool. No. It's all right. I didn't write anything down for this one. But I just wanted to see who I picked for my last awards. Right. Yeah. But we're going to start with Coach of the Year. So, Coach? Yeah. Because last, I think I said... I think I said Doc Rivers on Philly, but I'm changing it. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Quinn. Yeah. You want to go off into why? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it kind of speaks for itself. They're the best team in the league per record, you know. Talent-wise, I would definitely not call them the best team in the league, which I think is kind of speaks to why he deserves the award because they're, you know, talent-wise, you know, they're good. Mm-hmm, very. <laughs> they're stacked. They, they're good at all positions, but they're not, like, their talent isn't better than the Nets, better than the Sixers, better than uh, the Lakers, I would say. I'd say they're on par or less than all of those. Uh, but he is, you know, kind of leading the charge, getting those lineups out there, doing all this, like, kind of unseen stuff that makes them, like, the best team in the league right now. Yeah. And he would – he's my runner-up because okay. my coach of the year is Monty Williams from the Phoenix okay. Suns. Yeah. The reason why and, and a whole key point of this is getting Chris Paul. Chris Paul Chris Paul can coach doesn't do that. I know. Chris Paul is a technically a player coach, and I would not be surprised if Chris Paul decides to become a coach after he, his NBA career. I think it makes as much sense as like Steve Nash becoming a coach and we see how, what happened there. But my whole thing is is just the fact that Monty Williams is such like when I watch his press conferences, he is a very good leader. Like when they went eight and zero in the bubble, I watched. Even though they didn't make the playoffs that year, they said, "Hey, we put the league on notice right now," and like yeah. basically elevating that. And that's what I kind of like in a coach. And the fact that they now went from pretty much not making the to like borderline playoff team to now the number two seed in the playoffs. Right. Like. To me, that's crazy because, yes, getting Chris Paul is all that, but then it's also his coaching of bringing people back up, you know? Sure. So that's just that's who my coach is. But who I think the next award is six man, and I think I picked Jordan Clarkson, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I agree with that one. That one stays. And then defensive player of the year. Oh, no. <laughs> ben Simmons will swear it's him. Yeah. He swears, but it's not. It's Rudy Gobert. No no one's a bigger Ben Simmons fan than Ben Simmons. Yeah, pretty much. Except uh, it's not him. It's Rudy Gobert. I dropped 42 on Rudy, so. Yeah, well. Wasn't that not even true? I don't think it was. Because also, you are a guard. He is a center, sir. (laughs) So you're being guarded by Donovan Mitchell. And you're 6'10". So there you go. Big surprise there. But he'd get forty-two points playing that, but I don't think he was really guarding him that much. No, I don't think so. Like one possession, sure. I don't know. I don't really think about defensive player of the year. I think it's just Rudy Gobert, just because. Yeah. It's the boring pick, but. I mean, it's like see the thing is is with defensive player of the year, it's just it's very, like, it comes back to that bigger question, like. If you're, if you're going one-on-one against one of these five guys, who's going to lock you down the most? But in reality, all of them will. Yeah. So, all I right, now this is actually good. If Davis plays the whole season, it's him because we still have the best defense in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And he's like end goal of that, right? So I, I'd say were he to have played the whole season, it would have been him. Yes. Is what I would. And my whole thing is 
it's just difficult because like okay and it's very hard to like average that out because sometimes these guys get good defensive numbers against bad players well and then sometimes you know there's a lot of stuff in defense that doesn't come through in um, the stat sheet and what people look at right so yeah so it's just very difficult i'm just going with rudy gobert just because he's averaging almost like three blocks a game which for him a seven footer is not that hard all someone has to do is just get up a little floater and all he has to do is just say no it's not that hard to get a block i've gotten blocks and i'm five six against people taller than me it's not that hard you know but then again ben simmons will think it's him cool he's not he's a good defensive player don't get me wrong but if you were a good all-around player you may have gotten it because it's also rudy gobert is very good on the offensive and defensive boards and all that so that's where that difference comes in you know exactly so next is rookie <laughs> yes rookie of the year rookie uh okay. i had uh, uh hold on i need to issue an apology it's not tyrese halliburton it isn't i wouldn't say it is it's personally. it's lamello ball i think it will be especially because he's gonna play a few more games it turns out yeah because apparently that injury is not as bad as people said it, or not as bad as what people thought. Well, he just broke it, and mm-hmm. it healed. Which I did not know hands healed that quick. If he didn't play the rest of the season, um, Anthony uh, Edwards. Anthony Edwards, but the fact that Lamelo played at the level he did and then is going to play more, is says to me that he's going to win. I mean, people. He didn't end up winning it, but people were saying that Embiid should have won it when he played. 31 games in a year so i think who won it that year wasn't it ben simmons no they wouldn't have, they, they didn't have their first full years together uh let me check <coughs> but that's just going off of like the whole like that rookie system is broken even if you're hurt your entire oh, rookie year here malcolm Brogdon won. oh gosh so it should have been a beat but it should have been actually jalen brown because that was um, the same year. Yeah, okay. Oh, Dari was a runaround. Yeah, I mean, Dario Sarge is good. Now he's on the Suns, I think. I'm pretty sure. Still on the Suns? How's he doing? Yes. I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at that. I don't even know if he's here. Going to be honest. Yeah, he is. He's averaging nine points. He's not bad. Nine points, five rebounds. I mean, then again, he's not like a star on that team, so. No. He's just North. fulfilling his role, which is what people thought he was going to do. Yeah. But I will yeah. say this. Right. I know I know people don't care about executive of the year, but I would give it personally. I would give it to um, Dar- Dar- no, Daryl Morey from Philadelphia. I would. As much as I don't oh. like Philly, I don't like the Sixers, but I will give Wait. respect to Daryl Morey. <laughs> make what moves does philly make really he got rid of al horford's bad contract and got um who did he get curry are we really gonna celebrate that that much no he got he forgot i think he got danny green from oklahoma then he got um he traded away um josh richardson who was not a good shooter and they got seth curry (laughs) who was a better shooter and what is what Embiid needed and then at the trade deadline, he got um, George Hill, who's a very good backup point guard, to come off the bench. And then he also hired uh, Doc Rivers. And I got rid of a I got rid of a coach who could not really coach in Brett Brown. So he got rid of a coach that was obviously a bad coach and got the best guy in the market. And then he got a good a bunch of role players. No, I think the the um, executive of the year is Sean Marks. From Brooklyn. You, I mean, you yeah. Got, you had the hardened trade. You were able to get Blake Griffin, who's turning into a good player. You know, LaMarcus would have been a good, like a great pickup, you know, if he didn't, ha- if he didn't sadly have to retire, right? Yeah. So, I, I think, I mean, they got a new good coach, like, or a coach that's at least working out for this year. I mean, I thought um, Kenny Atkinson was better, but that's just me. Maybe well, not for that. I don't know how he would have been able to. Kenny Atkinson is more of a, like, developing the young players. Right. So with a team where it's, like, all this, I feel like getting a guy, like, 
the duo of uh, shoot of uh, Nash and D'Antoni, right? So I think yeah. I think it's you know. So I, I think you know while Daryl Morey has done a good job with Sixers, you know, it's like all little changes and stuff. Well, which, the thing uh, is, is, but have you seen what those little changes have done? Because everyone no. was saying put shooting around and bead. Don't just like yeah, but I, yeah, but I mean, Sean Marks was able to get one of the top five players in the NBA was able to get that in a trade when he already had two other top ten guys. Even though uh, the Houston Rockets are terrible at making trades, but it's fine. Yeah, but I mean, that's not Marks' fault. Of course I mean, that's not. not. That's that's the organization's fault because they're... Dude, look, Houston... Me. All right, sorry. You know what? I can't go off on Houston sports. They've been through so much already. Yeah. Jeez. Well, your, no, te- no. your Texans team just... Your football team is pretty much just wanting to not be a fan of you anymore. We will never feel bad for the Astros on this podcast. No, of course not. No. Well, I mean, but your team has was literally accused your team was found guilty of cheating. That was your baseball team. Your your yeah, um, your basketball team in a in a single offseason lost Justin Russell Westbrook. Pretty cheater. Anyway. Yeah. Well, your basketball team lost Russell Westbrook and your MVP all in one all in literally 2 months. So, would be. Except I don't know if the, do they have a hockey. They don't have a hockey team. If they did, that hockey team would be terrible. So there you go. So you know what, Houston? At least you have Deshaun Watson. Maybe not for longer. I don't know. Yeah. No, they are. And then he's got he's got his own issues going on for him right now. So there you go. You can't catch a break, can you? Hey, at least they have Christian Wood. Yeah, and you have you're probably gonna have a top three pick in the draft, so there you go. That's what you can look forward to. Eight kind of game, baby. Uh, oh, and that and you know, as soon as Lamelo Ball wins Rookie of the Year, their next rookie is gonna be Cade Cunningham. I'm done playing with you now, Lamelo. Let's move I, on. I feel like it could be Jalen Suggs. Mm. Yeah. He got, he got a lot of this year, right? So. <laughs> he did. He raised his stock up a lot more because of the tournament. But plus, he he also not, looks. Ah, did it. Which one? Uh, I mean, the game winner to uh, get him to the championship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just my whole thing with that is like, he definitely Jalen Suggs has more of like the NBA face, you know, like that's your next star. Like Luca has that face. Suggs right. has that face a little bit, but so does Cade Cunningham. <laughs> so it's gonna right. be very. It just all depends on where they go. So, all right, now we're getting up to the final award, MVP. I picked Joel Embiid. It has changed. But I'll let you go first. I had LeBron, it's changed. Uh, look, you know, if... if, they, know. if uh, hold on, I will say this for both of ours. If they had played the full year, mine would stay the same. Same here. I, I, and I think it would have been a lot different mm-hmm. this guy's teammate got hurt so they might drop a bit so we don't really know but this is if the season ended today so they'd be sitting at the four seed which isn't super high for an mvp but it's especially because it's the west it's okay i was about to say is it the west because the four seed in the east is atlanta and i'm like you're picking trey young yeah no <laughs> jesus uh, williams uh no, my my pick for MVP is the one that's I think everybody's agreed upon at this point. It's uh, man, it's Nikola Jokic. Yeah, no, that's not my pick, but no, I will okay. agree with that. I do think Nikola Jokic is very very good, but then also it's 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 difficult to pick him because it's not like someone that like people lean towards. You know, like no one really goes like, oh, you want to watch your first NBA game? Yeah, we're gonna watch the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I do. like I, it's, yeah. He's not I mean, like he's a good player, but he's not. For MVP though. Yeah, he's good for MVP. Don't get me wrong. It's just when you see him, when you think of Denver, you're like, like you don't. When you think NBA, you don't think Denver. You know. I, but I mean, I don't think that's a reason you shouldn't win. Though. Of course not, and I'm not saying that is. But at the end of the day, it is kind of a popularity thing, and it is based off your performances and all that. And tr- don't get me wrong, Jokic has had very good years. He's the popular pick now, though. He is, and I know he is, and that's perfect. And if he wins, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be like, yeah, he's a good player. You know, because you see these crazy dimes that he throws as a center, too, of all things. 
But my pick is is if he was if he was higher, if his team was higher, because right now they're five hundred. If his team was yeah. higher, then he would a hundred percent be above Nikola Jokic for MVP. And my pick is Steph Curry. You say, you think he'll win? If he continues to play like he does, and they get out of the play-in tournament, yes. Well, you vote. They vote before the play-in tournament, so that won't matter. Well, if he keeps playing at the rate that he's playing now, yes. I say yes. He is. He deserves to. Team has to be better because you have to be. I know. You know, playing amazing, but most valuable players, most valuable team player, and you make your team successful. Which, you know, not his fault that they're that that they're as bad as they are, but like. He's not making his team so much better that they're winning, right? So I mean, it, I, except neither has Harden when he won. He made his team better, but they didn't win anything. Curry's well, at least they, had that. They were when Harden won. They were like the first seed. Yeah, were, that were they that year? Yeah, I don't remember. Let me look it up. Well, this year it's either going to go to Embiid. If we're if we're looking at it based on first place and all that. For the East, it would be Embiid as a frontrunner, and then for Utah, it would be uh, Donovan Mitchell. I'm not saying first place. I'm saying above 500. Yeah. 500 is bad. Like, that's a bad team. Yeah. I don't see how any player from a bad team can win MVP. You have to bring value to your team. He's only bringing value, really, to himself in giving him this, like, this insane stat thing, and I think this will be in every sports book ever, like... Like, this is Steph Curry's year. This is the year he had, like, this insane... But the thing is, is sometimes, I would say, sometimes you got to overlook that and look at the accomplishments, too. Because he's broken records, too, this year. He's going to... Has he passed? Is he number one for three-pointers made? His team is just too bad. I know that. Well, you know who else won uh, uh, MVP when their team was bad? Kevin, Kevin Garnett. With the Minnesota Timberwolves. No, they made the they made the conference finals that year. Because of Kevin Garnett. Yeah. No, but they he led them to a good record, which Curry is not doing. I don't know. I just look. I they just, made the finals that year, yeah, because of Ke- because of Kevin Garnett. But they also were the first seed that year above the Lakers. They won fifty eight they went fifty eight and twenty four. That is not a bad team. Yes. That was the best team. That was the second best team in the NBA that year. So, so yeah, they won because of Kevin Garnett, but that's because he led them to that seed, yeah. which he is just not doing. Fair. Now, I don't think maybe that's not Curry's fault. He should, you could argue he can't be, like, docked for that, right? But, well, because he's, he's really the only star on the team. If you add in a Clay Thompson, you add in another good small forward maybe, maybe that, maybe that would change. Or maybe yeah, their I mean, record would be so much better. Have the year he's having if he had a good team, though. You know, because he's the only one that they really care to put the uh, put the ball in the hands of, right? Yeah. So I think you can give a guy whose team is, you know, in any other <laughs> year playoff picture. They're the nine seed. They're five hundred. You know, can you put that guy all NBA first team? Hell yeah. Can you put him in MVP consideration? Yes. I don't think you can be like, hey. This guy is the most valuable player in the league. He's so valuable that his team didn't even make the playoffs. But this like is I also think- this is also another thing too. If you take it's also you have to look at this as well. If you take him off that team, they're nothing. What they're like a few games below five hundred. Take, already- take take Giannis off of Milwaukee. Spots, it's not really that much. Take Giannis off of Milwaukee. What do they become? Take Harden off those Rockets. Look at what they are now. Milwaukee would still be a playoff team. Take LeBron off the Lakers. What do they begin? Take take Embiid off of Philly. What do they become? Yeah, take take I, Jokic out of yeah. Denver. What do they become? Uh, well, I'm not. Yeah, I mean that's you're proving my point by saying that there are other valuable guys in the league. Exactly. Well, no, I'm just saying right. like if you look at their star players, then yeah. I mean, I will admit it is between Jokic and stars is that those stars despite their teams probably not being that good or being sub playoff teams without them they're still leading them you know take take and beat off the sixers they're probably probably at 500 yeah i mean my whole thing is is i'm not saying that like i mean if the season ended today if we look at i mean yeah sure if you want to look at the record sure but that's they don't always look at the records 
They look yeah, at the performances. Russell Westbrook, though. He wasn't was- the best. He didn't lead them to the best seed. He just had a triple-double every other goddamn game. And he will break that record in, like, the next three years. He will beat Oscar Robertson triple-double record very soon. I will admit, like, I will want to witness that game when he does it. They were 47 and 35. Which isn't while, terrible. While they weren't a good, while they were, like, the sixth seed, and, and I would argue Westbrook did not deserve that MVP, but that's a conversation for a different time. They were 47 and 35. They were 12 games above 500. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So, you know, that was just because the West was especially stacked that year, right? So. Mm-hmm. They were a good team, you know, whereas this, this Warriors team is, you know... Not good. Awful, yeah, I would say. I will admit. I will admit yeah. they are terrible. One, they were 65 and 17. I think to give, the, to give the guy on the 500 team that's not making the playoffs MVPs, I, I, I don't see how you could do that because it's, you know, he's not... He's not that he's not valuable, but he's not the most valuable player because he's not bringing the value of a playoff spot to the team. He's just not. Yeah, I see that. That's why I have it as Jokic. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. But let's say, <laughs> I know this is this is if the season ended today. But I'm saying now let's fast forward to the end of the year. Let's say they're above 500. Do you then put him even higher up on consideration? I think it depends on where they are. If they're six seed or above, if they're somehow able to make like a five seed, then yeah, I would give okay. it to them. If they're like the seven seed and they're like. How many how many games are played in this season again? Seventy two. Ten less. They're like What? To say they end up like forty and thirty two, mm-hmm. then yeah, I would say really good, give it to them. But if they end up like forty and thirty two, I mean But if they end up like thirty eight, thirty six, or thirty eight, thirty four, I see no reason why you would give it to them. Yeah, no, not at all. But so, how we were talking about the Russell Westbrook triple double thing? He is, uh, how much is that? Hold on, I have to do math. Uh, he has nine games. If he's nine triple doubles away from tying Oscar Robertson's record, so he yeah, can yeah. get that in a year. He can yes. honestly get that throughout the, because they have so many more games left. He can get that this year. He can get 182. He just needs 10 more, and he has more the most triple doubles all time. He could do that this year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I think... Let's see just, who they play, because also he... People do say that he does stat pad, which I don't agree does. with, but... I think he does, and I, but I don't think he does it in a way that negatively affects his team. He's, sure. he's trying I to... I don't think it's a criticism. I think he just does stat pad. I, I think it's just a thing that happens. But then it's also like kind of saying, like... He does what he wants. To, he does what he has to do to try to like get them to win. And if that means he has to grab every rebound, yes, do it. Yeah, no, he does. He does, but I don't mean that. In a, I don't mean it in a drive term. Yeah, his next three games, he absolutely can get three tri- straight triple. He can actually get four straight triple, triple doubles against Golden State, Oklahoma City, Cleveland, and then San Antonio. Yeah, he could. And then his last games are against Indiana, Atlanta, twice. Then he plays Cleveland and then Charlotte are his last game. So, yeah, he absolutely could. But I guess that's another thing that we're going to have to sit and wait to see if he actually can because yep. honestly, I would be happy because I've, I've been on that journey for so long. I just want to see him just pass it, and he will. He will. He unless, will. not saying I want this to happen, unless some freak accident happens, but – don't wish that on anyone, but. It also. Yeah, but so. He's one of like the most durable guys in the. Uh, he really is. Also, LeBron is too. A hundred percent. Jeez. Can you remember what? What? Do you remember the last time that like uh, Westbrook was like really out for like a really long a long. It was it was that playoff run when uh, Patrick Beverly dove at his knee. He was out for like a while. Yeah. But that was it. After that, he's been fine. I think he's missed like a few games here and there, but like he hasn't had like that long term thing. So. Right. Whereas, like I'd say ninety percent of everybody in the league, I would say has that. 
forgot what they called him. They called him like the uh, like Mr. <coughs> Iron Man or something like that because he was like strong. He was like durable pretty much. But also, let's, somebody... look, at, let's look out at playoff matchups, but yeah. not if he's an end of today. Let's just say, well, the same records, but let's say for the sake of the argument, uh, Brooklyn has all three of their guys and the Lakers I'm just, have. I'm going to go with, honestly, I am going to. No, let's go through each round. Let's go through each round and see who's played each other and stuff. Okay. I think that's more fun. Well, I'm okay. just going to go one through eight. I'm just going to go one through eight. I'm not going to look at the play-in. I don't, I don't care about that. Okay, yeah, we're just going to treat it as one through eight, and that doesn't matter. Okay, do you want to start in the – let's start in the east. So, oh. one, Sixers versus the Hornets. That's a sweep, I would say. Yes. Well, do you think the Hornets could win one game? Thing is – no. Thing is, is Boston's going to move up to four because we're better than New York and Atlanta. So – but yeah. for right now, we'll keep it there. But we're going to move up to four and five and then have to play Philly the second round. So that's great. Well, I don't know. The Knicks have been like really hot. So I feel like they could go So how's Boston? Yeah. All, All right. right so, so Brooklyn versus Miami. Brooklyn wins. If everyone's healthy, yes. Four, two, I would say. And four, one. Gentlemen. I feel like I feel like Jimmy could pull off two games within himself. But all right. Sure. Milwaukee versus Boston. That's going to seven, but I'll give it to Milwaukee. Six, Milwaukee. It's fun. And then Atlanta versus New York. I'll give it to New York. And, New York, and, and seven. No, nah, I say three. 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 <laughs> I <Yeah>. said three. <laughs> In six. <coughs> In six, okay. And then... Philly would then it? play New York. Philly would play New York. That's a sweep. Yep. And then Brooklyn would play uh, Milwaukee. All right, so... Where were we again? I'm recording again, so we're good. Uh, so it's uh, Brooklyn versus uh, Milwaukee in the uh, semifinals. I'm going with Brooklyn in six. Brooklyn in my. And then Philly would play Brooklyn. I'm going Brooklyn in seven. In seven. Agreed. Okay. This is if, Let's... for those listening, this is if the playoffs started today, pretty much. Uh, but they're healthy. So Lakers have Everyone AD and and um, Bron. But yeah. I would I would say the Nuggets don't have Murray because there's no way he's coming back. Yeah, he, he tore his ACL. He's not coming. Whereas back. you know, uh, LeBron and AD will be back. Yeah. So, okay, so Utah yeah. versus Memphis sweep. Sweep. Phoenix no. versus Dallas sweep. Or no, I'll give Dallas one game. That's it. No, go with six for that one. I'll give Dallas one game. They're still not ready. Okay. And then L.A. versus Portland. Ooh. L.A. Clippers. Yes, the Clippers versus the Trailblazers. Oh, gosh. I'm going with seven. For who? Clippers? Clippers. Yeah, I'll go with the Clippers, too. I'll say they, I'll say they win in seven, too. And then no, Denver versus the Lakers. Lakers. Oh. Uh, six, six or seven, Lakers. Yeah, sure. This Lakers team, especially without Murray, this Lakers team is just better. Mm-hmm. This Lakers team, when we're at full capacity, is better than the Lakers team last year, which won the championship. So True. So that, now you have the Jazz at full strength against the Lakers. I'm going with the Lakers. <laughs> nope, I'm going with the Jazz. Jazz, okay. and, Jazz and seven. I'm going with the Lakers because this Jazz team, where this Lakers team just won a championship and they got better, and then this Jazz team has not done anything in the playoffs. So I'm just going based off this experience. This is not it. being better at all. I'm just saying, like, I think playoff LeBron mixed with, like, playoff AD and all this stuff will be enough to overcome the Jazz, I, I would personally say. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm still going with Utah. Suns, Clippers. Suns. Suns in six. Suns in seven, I would say. So now I have Jazz, Suns. And I have Lakers. Ugh. It's hard because they're both well coached. I have the let Lakers. Me, hold on, let me see. Jazz versus Suns throughout throughout the season. I just want to see mm-hmm. how it how looked. Other. Yeah, how it's looked. Yeah. Yeah, season series. Let me let me see this. Have they only played one game? Probably. Yeah. Well, the the Suns won 117 to 113 in overtime. So. That's that's yeah, that hardly hardly gives you uh, exactly. That's the difficult. That's the sad. That's the hard part about this because they played recently too. They played on April seventh, so I don't know. I don't know. 
Plus that if they if the Jazz if Jazz gets hot, if the Jazz get hot during the playoffs, I don't really see people beating them. Honestly, I don't. But then again, the Suns are really good too because they had their first matchup was against <coughs> Dallas, who has Luca, and then you play the Clippers and you beat them. I'm gonna go with Phoenix and Phoenix and six. Chris Paul gets a play in his final, so there you go. Yeah, okay. I'm going with the Lakers beating the Suns at uh Um I'm going with uh six or seven or five. No, it wouldn't Lakers go to five. Suns six in six. Yeah. So my finals is seventy six I got Lake Lakers Nets for my finals. I picked have- the Nets too, right? Yes. I did. You. Okay, so Nets and Suns. Oh, gosh. Who would watch that finals? <coughs> um, I don't know. I feel like the Nets have enough, but nobody would care about the Suns at all. Yeah. It, or it would be the shocking thing when people are like, wait a minute, the Suns are good? Yeah. It'll be It'll be that. Like when uh, the New Jersey <laughs> Nets when the New Jersey Nets made it against uh, uh, the Lakers in like 2001. <laughs> People were like, wait a minute, the New Jersey Nets are good? That's pretty much what it would be for my finals. But I would go with, in that case, actually, I think they have played a lot. Suns versus Nets. Yeah, the Nets won. Do they play okay. each other again? They do, actually. They play, oh, shoot, they play on Sunday. So that could be a little. I think this one's kind of easy, Kyle. I go with you. I go with Brooklyn. Yeah. As much as we don't want that right no i would hate it but finals mvp is kevin durant or harden they would give it to either one but that is if the playoffs did start today so my finals again was phoenix against brooklyn i just i don't know i just i just have a good chance that phoenix can actually go Especially if they stay consistent, though, you know? They have to stay consistent. If they're not consistent, they're not going to win. But yeah, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like it's definitely easier with... Um, we really have evidence that they will be? Um, you know Chris Paul will be. I know. Chris Paul is going to be very consistent. And the only reason why he hasn't made it to the finals before is because he got hurt. He got hurt. Well, uh, I don't think those Rockets would have beaten the Warriors, though. I don't know. It went to a Game 7, so... Thing yeah. is, is they've been hot periodically. Like, they were on a one, two, three, four, five, six. They were on a seven-game win streak until they lost to the Lakers or to the sorry the Clippers, and then they went on another five-game or four-game win streak, and then lost to the Spurs, and then they just beat Milwaukee, and then they play um, Philadelphia tonight, and then they play Boston the next day, and then they play Brooklyn. So actually, this these next coming games, if you are a Phoenix Suns fan or if you want to see like, see if I'm right or see if, like, if Philly can – or if um, Phoenix can actually hang around teams like the next the next three teams they play. This will be a telltale sign if they can actually make a run. Because if they beat Philly tonight, they beat Boston, beat Brooklyn all the way too, mind you, then, yes, they can. Absolutely. I can see that happening. And then they play New York again, the Clippers again, and then they play Utah. All, sure. All of those teams are playoff teams, so if they can beat if they can win at least I'm not gonna say they're gonna win all of those games, but if they're playing six games, if you at least win four out of the six games, I I can say def, definitively you can make a run. I'm not saying yeah. you will, I can say you can make a run. You are very poised to make a run. Mm-hmm. So that's just yeah. my little thoughts. Phoenix I think Phoenix could do it. I think uh Utah, you know, I don't really believe in them that much. I think the Lakers can do it. I think those three are probably my top in the West. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't see a world in which the Nuggets or the Clippers can really do that. Um, And then it's Brooklyn or Philly in the East, I think. I I think the Milwaukee Bucks time is over, personally. Milwaukee, you can try. I just don't know. I just don't know anymore. Plus, and as a Boston fan... We are a top four team. It's just, I don't know. We have to. We have to really make something happen in the off season. If that means get rid of Kemba and get Cat, fine. 
I'm for that. Honestly, I am at this point. But this isn't the year that we're going to be, like, really, really great. And it's perfectly fine to me. I mean, I just want to see keep seeing Tatum and Brown grow. Because they'll, they'll, they will be. They will be very, very good in the near – and, like, well, they already are good. They'll be able to – help bring us to, like, number one seeds in, a, like, a year or two, as if Danny Ainge is good at building around them. Because now we need to get rid of Kemba. I mean, Kemba's not a bad player. I love him as a person. I love him off the court. I love him on the court, too. It's just he's not the answer. We need someone else. We need another, like, maybe young point guard who can at least try, try to help bring it all together. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm not giving up on this year. Like obviously, when they make the playoffs, I'm still gonna root for them, and you know, because playoffs are very different compared to the regular season. So, but that's just my lasting thoughts on it. You got anything left to say? Because I think we're pretty much due on time here. I think yeah. I think you know. I still believe in the Lakers this year. Mm-hmm. I still- of course. And not not even because I'm a homer, you know. I think I think if you look at it fairly objectively, you know, I don't think there's a better duo in the league than AD and Braun, and Brooklyn included. I think. Yeah, of course. I don't think there's a be- better one-two punch than that. And you know, if they're going to be healthy, I, I don't, I don't really see you know a team that's able to overcome that. You know, maybe the Nets. I'd say would be kind of the only one that I could be like, yeah, okay, they could beat us, but like. You know, the, there's no guarantee the Sixers don't beat them, right? Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is if Embiid, if Embiid <laughs> continues to play at the level he's playing at in the playoffs as well, and then also the shooters that are around him, they start they are, they're consistent. I'm not saying they have to make like 100% threes every single game. No, I'm saying consistency. Then, yeah. yes, Philly will be a huge threat. Yeah. But at the same time, all it takes is one game to to swing a series. That's it. That's all it really takes. Oh yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, that's that's our little playoff predictions for right now. Obviously, we'll do this again when the season is actually over and the bracket is out, yeah. and we actually know standing. So, but <coughs> here, wait. Let's take one last look at what the uh, play-in tournament is uh, right now. Yeah, that's fun. I think it stays the same in the East and West. Yeah, probably. Okay, so we got, it's what, 8 to 11, right? 7, 7 to 10. 7 to 10, never mind. Okay, so it's the Heat, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Bulls. What, the Heat play the Bulls and the Hornets play the Pacers? Is that mm-hmm. over? Yes. The okay. Hornets the Hornets and Heat stay. Yeah, which is what it would be anyway. And then 7, it's Mavericks, Grizzlies, Warriors, Spurs. So Mavericks Ma- would play the, the Spurs, <laughs> and then Grizzlies would play the Warriors, and I think that's how the Warriors can get in. The Warriors will beat the Grizzlies, I think, and the Mavericks will beat the Spurs. Yeah, but we'll do that when the play-in tournament comes out and all that. So. <laughs> yeah, but if the Warriors won and they're in, I mean, I feel like the Jazz would just sweep them. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or Curry will at least try to lead them to one game. They might win one game. Yeah, here. because just because of Curry. Literally just because of Curry. Which is insane. <laughs> but, you know, that happens sometimes. But, you know, we'll come back to this later on. But all I want to say to those listening, thank you so much. This is episode 10. I'm happy that this is episode 10. Still bigger things are yet to come. Don't even worry about it. Summer is about to come up, so there you go. But actually, next week, it will not be the NBA. It will be the NFL because the NFL draft is coming up. And yes. I'm going to try to get someone to come down. Not come down, but like get on and talk about that with me. Yeah, because I am not... You are not the football. You are not the football guy. I am not. I'm the basketball guy. You are the basketball guy. That's why I have you for basketball. <laughs> but then again, it is always a pleasure to have you on, Ryan. Not like I can get rid of you. I'm happy that you're on, but I can't get rid of you. I've tried. It's hard. He's tried. He's it's tried. hard. It's difficult. I I don't go down without a fight. I know, and it's scary. How do you get rid of me? I can't, and it's depressing. Sometimes I just wake up like I want to, but I can't. And I'm, and I'm just laying there right next to you. Like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. No, that is not, not true. We are in, we are in I mean, two different fuck. states. We are. We are in two different states. But it's, it, I'm talking in a metaphorical way. Oh, like, okay, you know, like you're, you're just showing up in my dreams, pretty mm-hmm. much. 
<laughs> what a way to end an episode, huh? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Jokic for MVP. <laughs> All right. The Phoenix Suns to the finals. Ha. All right. Well, thank you again to everyone listening. Go share this with your – go to your mother. Unless if you're my mother who watches this. If you're – mom, I have a message for you. Please go send this to everybody you know. Thank you. <coughs> <laughs> but if you're, if you're listening to this, go, go to someone you love. Go to someone. Say like, hey, you know what? You should, you should go listen to this podcast. You like sports? Listen to this podcast. You know? Uh, listen to this podcast. You probably won't like it. But do it anyway. Yeah, just do it anyway. And then if you like it, go tell your friends about it. And that's how the chain happens because we can only do so much. But then again, thank you again for listening to episode 10 of the TK Sportscast. My name is Kyle Demon. I'm Ryan. Have an amazing week, day, whatever, night, great, fantastic. Then again, Kyle and Ryan out.